From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, North Korea launches an intercontinental ballistic missile into the East Sea a day after firing a short-range ballistic missile. President Yoon Suk-yeol orders an immediate and overwhelming response to any type of provocation by North Korea in a National Security Council meeting. And a court will soon decide on the pre-trial detention of former Democratic Party Chief Song Young-gil over alleged bribery. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. North Korea launched an intercontinental ballistic missile into the East Sea on Monday morning, the second provocation in less than 12 hours after firing a short-range ballistic missile Sunday night. Responding to the launch, South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff condemned the acts as violations of UN Security Council resolutions. Max Lee reports. The Joint Chiefs of Staff said that North Korea launched a long-range ballistic missile at 8.24 a.m. Monday morning. The missile took a lofty trajectory from Pyongyang, flying 1,000 kilometers before landing in the East Sea, leading to estimations that a standard angle launch poses a threat to the U.S. mainland with a range of more than 15,000 kilometers. The launch marked the North's fifth intercontinental ballistic missile launch this year and the first in five months since test-firing the Hwasong-18 ICBM in July. The JCS noted that South Korea, the U.S. and Japan jointly elevated their alert readiness and are maintaining a full readiness posture by closely sharing data on the ballistic missile launch. The three allies agreed to operate a system for the real-time sharing of North Korea ballistic missile warning data by the end of this year that is reportedly in the final verification stage. Monday's ICBM launch came less than 24 hours after the North launched a short-range ballistic missile at around 10.40 p.m. Sunday night, which also fell into the East Sea after flying 570 kilometers, nearly the same distance as Pyongyang to Busan, where the U.S.'s nuclear-powered USS Missouri submarine arrived on Sunday. Meanwhile, the JCS condemned North Korea's back-to-back provocations, calling them violations of U.N. Security Council resolutions. It added that the actions are serious provocations that threaten the peace and stability of the Korean Peninsula, as well as the international community. The launch on Sunday appears to coincide with the 12th anniversary of the death of late regime leader Kim Jong-il. Max Lee, KBS World Radio News. President Yoon Suk-yeol ordered an immediate and overwhelming response to any type of provocation by North Korea following its intercontinental ballistic missile launch Monday morning. Yoon made the call after being briefed on the situation by the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff on Monday in a meeting of the National Security Council Standing Committee presided over by National Security Advisor Cho Tae-yong. The top office said the president ordered a firm combined defense posture with the United States to be maintained, as well as an active push for a joint response by Seoul, Washington and Tokyo through the real-time sharing of missile warning data. Yoon also called for bolstered execution of nuclear deterrence by accelerating tasks under the Allies' nuclear consultative group while enhancing the readiness posture against further possible provocations by Pyongyang. The Standing Committee members strongly condemned the North for seriously threatening peace and security on the Korean Peninsula and around the world with its latest provocations while disregarding warnings from the international community. Former main opposition Democratic Party leader Song Young-gil appeared for a court review of a warrant seeking his pre-trial detention over alleged bribery ahead of the 2021 party convention. In front of the Seoul Central District Court on Monday, 
Song said that he had exercised his right to remain silent during the prosecution's questioning, but will humbly and sincerely explain himself in court over suspicions of bribery and violating the election and political fund laws. In response to the prosecution's claim that he had tried to appease his former camp officials, he said he had justly exercised his right to defense against the state investigative agency's coercive probe. Song is suspected of involvement in the distribution of 66.5 million won, or around 51,000 U.S. dollars, to DP lawmakers and regional party heads, with 20 cash envelopes containing 3 million won each, distributed by DP-turned-independent representative Yoon Gwansok. Song is also suspected of creating an illegal political fund totaling 760 million won through an external sponsor group, 40 million won of which was given as bribes from Park Yong-ha, the former head of the Yosu Chamber of Commerce and Industry, in return for a business favor. The court decision is expected late Monday or early Tuesday. Agriculture Minister nominee Song Mi-ryong has stressed that priority should be placed on stabilizing farm income. Song made the remark on Monday during her confirmation hearing at the National Assembly, as she said that as a preemptive step to manage supply and demand, the prices of farm products must be stabilized and a safety net for farm management should be established. Also at the hearing, Song made clear that she is against introducing a price guarantee system for agricultural products, saying if the lowest prices are guaranteed for all farm products, certain goods could see surplus while other products experience shortage. Police in Seoul's Jongno district say a man in his 20s turned himself in for vandalizing the walls of Gyeongbok Palace in central Seoul with graffiti. An official of the Jongno police station said the man appeared at the station on Monday morning and admitted to spray-painting the walls of the royal palace on Sunday, adding that the police are now investigating the man and determining whether he acted alone. The man's surrender comes a day after a second set of graffiti, extending three meters long with the name of a singer and album, were found along the western walls of the royal palace at around 10.20 p.m. Sunday. The vandalism was written on the same parts of the wall where the first set, in which the phrase free movie in Korean was repeatedly sprayed in red and blue paint, was found last Saturday at around 2.20 a.m. Police have identified two suspects behind the first set of graffiti and are trying to track them down. The Korean Medical Association held a massive rally in central Seoul on Sunday to protest the government's push to increase the enrollment quota for medical students in the nation. After the rally in Gwanghamun area, the KMA marched toward the presidential office in Yongsan via Seoul Station. Tensions between doctors and the government have been rising since the government's announcement of a survey with results favoring a hike in the medical school enrollment quota. In response, the KMA set up a special committee on blocking the collapse of the nation's medical services and has staged an overnight protest in front of the presidential office since early this month. President Yoon Suk-yeol has named Trade Minister Ahn Dae-kun as the new Minister of Trade, Industry and Energy. Presidential Chief of Staff Kim Dae-gi told reporters on Sunday in a press briefing that President Yoon nominated Ahn as the replacement for incumbent Minister Park Moon-gyu, who took office some three months ago and is expected to run in the general elections in April. Kim said that Ahn is an expert in international trade with expertise in both theory and practice and shows great competence in successfully responding to various related issues as the current trade minister. The easing of COVID-19 restrictions brought an influx of non-professional workers and international students, while the number of foreigners employed in the country hit a record high. 
According to a report on immigration and employment released by Statistics Korea on Monday, the number of foreign residents aged 15 or older reached 1.43 million, an increase of 129,000 or 9.9 percent on-year. The number of employed foreign nationals increased by 80,000 or 9.5 percent to a record 923,000. Both the number of foreign residents and foreign workers reached an all-time high since related statistics were first compiled in 2012, while the on-year increase was also the largest. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index gained 3.30 points, or 0.13% on Monday, to close the day at 2,566.86. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also jumped, climbing 12.65 points, or 1.51%, to close at 850.96. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.